show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercard. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome to episode 223. That's right, The Undercard. We've hit 223 episodes, 50 of them, which Marv has been here for. And uh, sadly... You know no, you know what? <laughs> I I made it to the vast majority of shows. Yes. I just didn't go to events. That's well, cool. and you were never at any of the Sunday shows. That is not true either. No, I no, came, no. I came, came to a few Sunday oh, shows. Oh, did you? I, I don't did. remember you at the Sunday I did. shows. Don't okay. you remember when his wife was blowing stuff in that building? <laughs> he would, he'd, he'd be I remember. Sundays. I remember she sent me out of the room. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can no, I? She, no, I'm being honest. She's a glass blower. Yeah. She, she would go, oh. I was like, you, I was needed, like, you needed to put that. I was like, can I? Yeah. It's just like any time that happens. I was like, can I stay? She's like, no, you don't want to see this. Oh, Rumor? we need to put phrasing back in the mix. <laughs> I thought that's why we got kicked out of the last place. Uh, yeah, that's the, why. Um, the blowing on Sunday. I don't, I'm pretty sure that would be totally cool in that place. Like, that would be totally, in fact, I think considering it, what was happening next door, next door. I, I, think yeah. it, I think it was actually required to get in some of the rooms. <laughs> I, yes. Yes, especially the one next door to uh-huh. us. Yeah. So if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about <laughs> since day one when we started in April, Four years ago. Wow. Marv has been here from episode one and on. And Marv uh, now has a podcast on on Sundays. It's true. He got He's some better other, than us. Got yeah. some other life events going on. It's true. It's and true. so he is going to step away from the co-host role. It doesn't mean that he will be a stranger to the show. No, of course not. He will stop in. I, I imagine your first appearance will be four year anniversary. You got to be here for that. Yeah, sure. Um, So, that you know. Is, yeah. Kind of He's thing. already like what's, thinking, oh, how can I get out of oh, that? Is that me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that you? <laughs> Oopsie. Forgot to I just want to point out, my la- that's the yeah. only time that's ever happened. Yeah, by exactly. The way. It's usually Brad. Yeah. It's always Brad. <laughs> well, it is me. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, 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 it's, when are you doing the four year anniversary? It'll be first week in April. Uh, somewhere but, around there. <laughs> April. Sometime. April sometime. All right. April ish. April ish. Yeah. All right. Cool. Got gobstopper hands. <laughs> the die, the die got all over him. Phrasing. <laughs> Never had that before. <laughs> not, not since I was a child. <laughs> and again, phrasing. Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of uh, um, of that, uh, He Man and Shira are on Netflix. Mm. I know. I'm yeah. super stoked. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I saw. Okay. It. Here's the, th- the real yeah. reason I'm leaving the show it is because I, right? I, I need to, I need to be binging those and, <laughs> and Tuesday nights in my, are, are like the best night to do that. Right, so yeah. is it the old ones? Yes. Oh, the, from the eighties. Nice. Are there new yes. ones? I don't know. That's why oh, okay. I, yeah, I know. just recreate. They everything. better not because they rebooted Voltron. I love it though. It's okay. No, I love it because they, they kept it. 
They kept it like the original. I mean, the animations, you know, update or whatever. But they also kind of poke fun at all the that's true idiosyncrasies. I think here's what I can't get I past like the, the old one. Yeah, I do the too. Old I love awesome. it too. Yeah, I think what I can't get past is uh the the voice actor that does the voice of um like their command, not their, their you know their their tech guy. Oh yeah, is the is Murray from. Flight of the Concords. Oh, uh, yeah. So I can't yeah. hear him okay. and not yeah. see Murray, right? All so, right, like, right, even though right, it's that right, guy, right. I just okay. picture him like, oh, you're on your way to a dick meeting. <laughs> I love that show. God. Yeah. Hey, ginger bowls. I, I had front row seats for them at the Fox Theater. You you uh, did you saw them already? Flight like, of the Concords. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Are you speaking in the past tense? Past tense, When yes. was that? Uh, maybe, like, five years ago. Was it awesome? It was awesome. But it was. Yep. I like Fly of the Concords. I have to open the show with some breaking news, though. More important than me leaving? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, see, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Equal breaking news. Yeah. It is not no, more important thank you. than leaving. But it is our pleasure to announce that Salita Promotions, in conjunction with MGM Grand, Detroit presents Clarissa Shields, the Olympic gold medalist. She will be going Ooh. against in I. Here you we go. Read it. S Z I L V I A <laughs> space last name S Z A B A D O S. Uh, what is being considered Detroit City Gold is the name of the event. Tickets go on sale this Friday, February tenth. Uh, price ranges are anywhere from five hundred to. 50. I believe the venue only holds 900. This will be on Showtime, ladies and gentlemen. For Wait, the people the tickets that get are the, how much? Uh, 500 to 50, I think. I mean, 50 to 500. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so that's going to happen uh, next month, March 10th. And then we got coming up on February 24th. We have Banks versus uh, Lewis still, two undefeated Detroit fighters. That's happening at Motor City Soundboard Casino. So. It hasn't busy. it hasn't like sunk in yet that it's February. Like when you said next month, March tenth, I, I almost corrected you. Like that's a couple months. No, <laughs> know. he's totally right. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It's, we are it's here. Yeah, we are more than a month into well, seventeen already. Next next Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> we'll be here. Yay! Yay! Uh, uh, now I have no excuse. Shit! I totally should have stayed for another week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tracy, if you're listening, you better do something big for you next Tuesday. So let's start off the show uh, briefly uh, recapping uh, what happened at Donna Frio's show, uh, Impact Fight League. Really quickly, if you stick around in about 10 minutes, our guest will be Larkin uh, Dash. Uh, she was the 5-0 and uh, opponent to Juju Eau Claire, and actually the fight was a really good fight. She fell to 5-1, and but not because she didn't try hard. She was 3-0. No, she was five and zero. Five and oh. mm, I'm going to double check. But no, no, she was five and zero. Oh, right, for sure. Now she's five and one. I will stand by that, Jimmy. Because we had we talked to her at the weigh-ins, and she was yeah. thinking, "No, I, I know she's five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So she's, now she's five and one, and she'll be our guest here in about ten minutes. But uh, topology three and one. Yeah, topology is wrong. We spoke yeah, to her. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, but we all know fighters inflate their records. No, 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 no. Box rec because it's not anything you correct. can check. Tapology not correct. So she is five and one. You can you can address it to her, and maybe she'll like get mad at you. Come in studio next week, put you in an arm bar, and show you that she is a five and oh, five and one now. But dang, dang dude, I don't just be mean about it. Be mean. But Brad's really dark tonight. Dark. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> if you notice, the ring girl is wearing dark colors like I, a funeral I, for you. Aww. Leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I chose a little to, procession. I, I chose to wear black as well. Exactly. She asked if, you know, can I touch the body in the casket? And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. You know. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. What I- happened while I wasn't here? <laughs> <laughs> Lots. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Jimmy's just, oh, where do I begin? Oh, I, I can't even. I oh, mean, God. Uh, how, how, I, I would say it's only a two hour show, so I mean. <laughs> so l- let me start off by giving you official attendance numbers because the Joe, in, in mind you, I thought the Joe Lewis had more people than this there because it looked packed. Let me find it really quick. Um, I think it was 5,109 plus 450 VIP. Plus there was a couple sky boxes when I looked up that actually had, um, people up in them too. So let me give you the exact numbers there because that is absolutely impressive. The pre-production on this show. Just, just what Marv needed. Good pre-production right here. Um, you know what? Honestly, Marv would have been disappointed 5, if there was. 5,109 yeah. were in the stands. Wow. 450 in the VIP section. It wow. was packed. 5,100. What? 5,109. So, so 5,100. Plus 450 in the VIP. Wow. And How many after the fight? After the fight were in the stands? <laughs> I don't know. I stuck around a long time, I think. I was there no, like no, no, no. What are we talking about? The, the fight in the VIP area. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. Like, there was a fight in the VIP area? Kind there of. Was a, there was a little brief thing. I don't there know if a, I want to no. dwell on that. Because no, no, no. We, I, I was making, it was an inside. Uh, well, you got to tell me what happened. We will. Uh, we'll get around. Yeah. Just, oh, just after the, somebody, let me guess at the next break. Somebody, somebody yeah. got mad at somebody else and a scuff happened outside, outside the, the ring. That's but it. I don't want it to take away from what was a good night of fights. First off, Anne, who does the matchmaking for, uh, Joseph Donofrio did an absolute job. Once again, Joseph Donofrio, um, no stone unturned. Another great performance. Jimmy, I don't know how many Donofrio shows you've been to, but they're just uh, on a different freaking since, level. I think since we started this show, all but one. Right. They're on a different yeah. level. They are. Like, I Completely mean, on a different level. The production value yeah, it's, is ridiculous. I, uh, I, I was explaining it to somebody when they asked about it, and I said, you know, a Donofrio show is like UFC meets WWE. You know, you got the fights of the UFC, but you got the pageantry and the entrances, you know, pyro and concussion pots and lights and fog and all that kind of stuff. So really gets you pumped up even before the fight starts. Yeah. And uh do you want to run through? How, how do you want to do it, Jimmy? Do you want to run through and give winners or do you want to sure, give your I, overall I can just, perspective? Well, because just, Jimmy was actually can, covering the event. Can, uh, a little bit of both. I'm not going to hit every single fight, but... Uh, some notable fights. Uh, I do want to say right off the bat, uh, the first fight, Caleb, uh, Leonard versus Brendan Smiley. It was a heavyweight fight and I, it just set the pace for the entire show. Both got out. Both were, you know, banging on each other. Um, and, uh, some good takedowns. Uh, Caleb had really good mastery of the ring, cut the corners. Uh, but in the end, uh, Brendan Smiley ended up, uh, winning by knockout. Um, Garrett Ross versus Jesse Smitherman, which was the next one. Uh, again, uh, Jesse Smitherman just came out, just unleashed on Garrett. Garrett never really had a chance to recover and Jesse ended up, uh, knocking him out 
uh, in the first round. Uh, moving on to, let's see. Um, uh, what was another really good one? Jesse Walters versus uh, Gary Edwards. Um, really good back and forth. Um, some really good knees, some really good takedowns. Uh, he did a, uh, uh, Jesse ended up getting, uh, Gary in a, uh, um, uh, back to full mount to side mount, like just boom, boom, boom. If you're a fan of, uh, Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, it was a great example of taking, uh, all the dominant positions. Uh, and he ended up winning a second round by rear naked choke. But Jimmy, we all know that Jiu Jitsu sucks. Well, you, what you want. It's Taekwondo. Um, the fifth fight, Michael, uh, Dinaj versus Mike Kowalski. This was a great fight. Uh, both really good back and forth fighters. Uh, Michael, uh, Dinaj in the first round, he got busted up pretty bad in his left eye and it was swollen. Um, you could kind of tell he couldn't really see out of it. His opponent, uh, didn't ignore that. He kept trying to, uh, aim for that left eye. Uh, was able to come from the, uh, his right side, uh, and hit him a couple of times, but all the way through, they made it all three rounds and that's kudos to both fighters. Uh, I gave it fight of the night. Um, but, uh, Mike Kowalski ended up coming out with the, uh, unanimous decision. Um, let's see. Uh, then, uh, the next great fight, uh, Larkin Dash versus Juju Eau Claire. Uh, Larkin was a, uh, five and oh fighter coming in. Juju made her debut and Juju, I mean, both of them were really good. Both of them, uh, some great give and take, some great takedowns, some reversals on the ground. Uh, but Juju just had a little bit more command of the ring. Uh, she ended up in the dominant position. Uh, most of the time when they'd go to the ground, she had mount twice. She had mount, she had mount twice. She had side mount a couple times. Um, she and was on her back a lot of the, she fight. was on, but she was able to slip out, uh, and get into the dominant position, which yeah. was really important. Uh, so the judges ruled it unanimous decision for Juju O'Claire. So, uh, Larkin is now five and one and Juju O'Claire is one and oh. By the way, really quickly about Juju in, uh, disclaimer, we do sponsor, but, uh, I've never seen a start to somebody's career like this where she was on Fox yeah. 2 News. Yeah. Not only was she on Fox 2 News, the free press had, she was on the front page of the sports section. Yeah. For the free press. No, I know. Not only was she on the front page of the sports page, but the next day the free press wrote about her win. And the Detroit News did too. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, man. I didn't see that. Yeah. But um, what a great start. Uh, well, obviously, and, where we're going to be following her career closely. Yeah. And, and I do have to say that uh, Larkin Dash... Uh, to her credit, she took that fight at last minute. She did. Yeah. She took that fight last minute. And a lot of things going on. Yep. Uh, but it was a warrior. It was a good fight. It was a very good fight. It was a very good fight. Um, I'm going to skip that one. Um, (laughs) well, that's the one, that's the one with the fighter who basically like almost quit. He very bad sport. Very, very, very bad sport. I was not, uh, not a fan of his. Um, for that, you will not have your name mentioned ever on this show. In the corner on a on the break. No, 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 no. That's that's somebody different. That was that That was was the corner that stopped it too. I think. I don't think. I I looked away for a second. Yeah. Um. No. This and then it was done. This guy, I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, he had a point taken away right off the bat for an illegal elbow. Uh, he hit his opponent with a low blow a couple times when he was pressed up against the cage. He spit out his mouth guard. 
They got in. He got into a. Um, it looked like there's illegal things going on back and forth between both of them, not just one sided on that fight. If it's I, the one I'm thinking of. Um, well, you uh, see, I was looking for that and there really wasn't. It, it really was just kind of one sided with the illegal things that were going on. The other side hit below the belt. No, that was the guy who got hit, who hit the opponent below the belt. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, those, those anonymous. We're rolling fighters. back the show to, yeah, that guy hit this yeah. guy from this corner. Um, I'm not the one with the sheet in front of me. Well, I don't want to say any names. So that's why I'm not, not mentioning any names, but, um, why not? Were they not on the card? They were on the card, but I don't want to call out somebody for, you know, um, being a bad sport. He's, All right. He covered the show. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on to. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, like I said, I don't want to hit. Um, Got to move on to Nick Noble versus uh, Munib Al Salami. Uh, Munib just dominated the fight from the get go. Uh, his, his opponent just could not get anything going, really didn't have a whole lot of, uh, defensive techniques. Uh, and he ended up quitting between, well, he either quit or the, the corner, uh, called it between rounds one and two. It's like old man. Um, the co-fight or the co-main event of the night, uh, Ali Beth Milleron versus Chelsea Falder. I'm a huge this, Chelsea Falder fan. This was a great fight with both fighters, uh, giving uh giving and taking um and you could genuinely tell that both of them found a worthy opponent in each other and they were genuine genuinely enjoying the fight a couple of times like a- a- alabeth would like bang her gloves together they'd smile at each other and then go back at it again so yeah the second a, second time we've seen chelsea she was yeah. uh before before she was injured what was wrong with her she told us at weigh-ins uh, so she fought the first time I ever seen her. She was injured. I don't remember. Anyways, I caught a really good yeah. picture of her, her family, her husband, yeah. and her um, daughter. Daughter later that yeah. day. But. Uh, and Chelsea ended up winning in the fourth round by way of an armbar. And then our main event, we had Kent Hunt, who was on the show, versus Floyd Jones. It was a great fight back and forth. Uh, neither one. Um, I don't know if you were watching. The... I did watch that. Okay. Uh, to me, it was very unclear who I thought. Um, had advantage over the either one because one would get a little bit of advantage and then the other one would come back and then the other one would get a little bit of advantage and the other one would come back. Um, what was it? Was it scored unanimous? No, it was split I decision. So, yeah. yeah, it was split decision. Floyd Jones wins by split decision, but honestly, it could have gone either way. I thought exactly. Too. Yeah, it could have gone either way. But it was a good main event. It good was a very good main around. event. Yeah, and we say goodbye to Joe Louis Arena. At least the hand combat part of it. Uh, the Red Wings can stink up the rest of the season there. I'm sure probably Kid Rock will Damn, probably dude. throw seven concerts there to end it or something. Well, no, he's already booked for the new one. So right, but wait, wait, wait. wait. Nah, Somebody's sending off the old one. Nah, they won't do it. Somebody's yeah, gonna I'll tell you who's sending one. off the old one. The Demolition Team. Ah, yes. <laughs> It is such. They're gonna get. Uh, they're gonna get um, Wayne Newton to send it off. Wayne Newton is he even alive yeah. still? No, he has no Detroit ties too. Why? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Bob Seger would <laughs> just be cool. No, I, I, the only the only Bob reason Seger. I said that is when. Um, yeah, that would were, be pretty cool. Yeah, Bob Seger would be good. Or, um, uh, well, I'm Not trying M&M. to think of Bay City no, Rollers. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm thinking like awesome. if they did like. Try to get back like any of the old Motown singers that are still around. Oh no, they're not. No, see what what happened there really quick, and we gotta go to Larkin really quick. 
because we're yes. on a time limit. Uh, they're not the original members anymore. Like the four tops, there's not even one guy that was part of the four tops yeah, or anything. Right. So yeah. I don't want anyone sucking no, that. Plus, plus, I mean, uh, Motown abandoned Detroit. Like, All right, they, let's they go quick. They went All to right. L.A. So. Dude, got a show to run here. Poor shit. <laughs> Why start now? Yeah, because we're on time constraints, damn it. Oh, gee, I leave and now we get organized. Hi, this is Larkin. Sorry I missed you. Please leave a message and I'll call you back. Thanks. Come on! And cannot accept any messages at this time. Damn it! Well, let's try to let's try to set her up later because, anyways, she was gonna really catch up with something happening at seven thirty. All right, all right, all right. So, see if you can reschedule that for eight thirty or eight fifteen somewhere in there. Nine fifteen. What the heck? Ah, boy. So yeah. So as I said before, per his contract, if. Tom Brady was to win the fifth ring. Marv has to step down as co-host. And unfortunately, in the Super Bowl, Tom Brady did win his fifth ring the other um, day. And per contract, he has to step down as actually, co-host. Actually, here's if 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 I were to choose to stay, um, I have the loophole. Tom Brady did not win his fifth straight <laughs> ring. Tom Brady was his awarded week. his fifth straight ring. Correct. Ring. Considering that the ball never crossed the line for that final. Oh, he right. Down. Oh, that cracker yeah. right there. He right. Yeah. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, you, you, if you look at it, the knee was clearly down. The ball was not over the line. They didn't even review it. They just said, yep, he won. And that was it. Yeah. I didn't even watch the Super Bowl, yeah. but I listened to it on the radio. I didn't even do that. So I'm going to say it was a touchdown. I don't even no, care. It was not a touchdown. I watched it. I, I didn't even want. I didn't. I I'm didn't so done with it. it. I'm so care. done with the NFL. I'm just yeah. so done because no. it's just uh, we have to. It, it, we have to make things happen so that the Patriots can win. That's yeah. just how it is. Well, Ring Girl, it's so much more like WWE than anybody realizes. Really quickly, our Ring Girl tonight is Taylor. Taylor, did you watch it because your boyfriend likes it, or did you really have an interest, or the commercials, or? No, like I was, I was kind of excited for the commercials because you know every year there's like something funny or cool. This year commercials were absolutely nothing. I heard there was a lot of political. I actually didn't watch anything. Supposedly, uh, Cards Against Humanity went bankrupt because of their commercial. Really? Really? I don't know if you saw their commercial. It was just it was it was a. No, but I bought the game for my kid for Christmas. Yeah, it was a potato. It was they they spent all like they they spent they liquidated their money and bought like thirty seconds. Of a Super Bowl spot, and it was a potato that said um, uh, uh, merchandise. Advertisement. Uh, advertisement. And it was just 30 seconds of a potato that said advertisement. That's a waste. But oddly enough, they got no sales out of it. Well, no, that, that would be early return. The ROI would have to take a while. Well, I think they were expecting like a viral thing. Oh. oh and it no. just didn't happen. But they also, they, I mean, they. The Cards Against Humanity folks did cool things, but they were they were not very frugal with their money. Like one of the cool things they did is so they're they admit that uh, the factory that makes their game uh, is in China. Right. So like they so what they did is they bought an entire day of production. They said, like, we're paying for an entire day of production, but we don't want you to make anything. We but we paid for the day. Your people just get the day off. And they did that like two years ago or something like that. Hmm. So they done like they do cool things like that, but it now they're bankrupt. <laughs> I don't think so. they really are because I'm reading their 
the reasons behind it. A lot it of sound, fake news it sounds there. a lot. It sounds a lot well, like that. It could very much be yeah. a, a publicity stunt. Because like they said, they said chief among them, bad luck. There's yeah. just some things you can't control. We assume that potatoes would feature more prominent in this yeah. year's Super Bowl. However, no players were shown eating a potato, and potatoes were not mentioned at all during yeah. the game. We gambled big and lost. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, I mean, it was kind of there I in the back of my. I think it was kind of yeah. there in the back of my mind that it was a, a publicity yeah. stunt, but. Um, they also did, um, was it last year for Black Friday? They just did, they're like, we're not going to sell anything. Like, just give us $5. <laughs> yeah. And like, you would go and like, they had a PayPal set up. And when you gave, and when you gave them $5, a pop up would go, thanks for the $5. How about you give us five more? <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of people gave they them kept, money. They kept yeah. doing it. Yep. Yep. So whatever. Now I didn't watch the Super Bowl because the NFL's dumb. Not, no fun league. That's what I was saying. Uh, for NFL. I, yeah, I mean, so no it's, fun league, it's no fair league, no fair league. Definitely, yeah. it's terrible. It's awful. Yeah, no, awful, that, awful, awful. No, uh, I like college football, pro football. I can't stand, but I'm happy Tom Brady did get the fifth ring, and I know that makes you really pissed. So it doesn't piss me off. The amount of time I spend on my day thinking about Tom Brady is just minuscule. But what what <laughs> what upsets me is that like it just upsets me that like. Like it goes on. Like I just, you know, it just—it's so obvious. Well, I was talking with Rochelle. Why wouldn't you walk away if you're Tom Brady? So he's 37. I believe he's two years. Why? Out. I'm sure he was given a guarantee that he'll win three more Super Bowls. So no, I mean, why would he walk story away? T- that's the storytelling ending. He just leave. You know, concussion. He's not going like to leave. I'm just saying. Going to leave. If if you couldn't write it better, you remember? Remember when Jordan hit his last shot to beat? Was it the Utah I could Jazz? Write it. I could write it better. It and then he came back as a Washington Wizard and was no. on a last place team. I could have written it way better. Kind of... He would have been kicked out of the league after cheating. Brady would have okay, been kicked Brady. out of the league. He yeah. and, and he, he was and, the only one that I'm, I'm about to maybe... say. He and the whole administration there pfft, done out. Uh, Everybody, see ya. Cheater, cheater, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even rhyme. It don't have to rhyme, dude. See see the stuff you'll miss on episode 224 when Marv is gone. Yeah. (laughs) We will go to a PG-13 rating Uh, next week. Today is a standard art. You know what I think we should do? I think we should have a... like an audition thing or whatever to replace Marv Mm -hmm. as as a co-host or whatever and just have like comedians or people who think they're funny come in and try to like they have to tell like their dirtiest joke no, that could be painful it really could <laughs> it, it, could it really good. would it would be very painful it would be it, really it would, would be it would be very painful but it would also be kind of funny in a sad way mm. well i think me and jimmy and, and and i was asked this five freaking times this weekend and uh, I, I think me and jimmy do a pretty good job oh absolutely and i am in no rush to replace you uh, it'll eventually happen, I imagine. But uh, you know, your tough shoes, your your tough shoes to fill. So. I'm irreplaceable. And thank you, know, you for saying it'll, so. It'll, it'll, ha- it'll happen down the road. There's no no timetable on it or anything like that. Is one of the I songs know, we're playing tonight uh, Beyonce's irreplaceable? No, but I wish no. I had now. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Honestly, we were thinking of songs for tonight, to and left, we're like, to the left. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? We were thinking of songs for tonight, and and that should have been one of the ones we thought of, but we didn't. Go thinking you're irreplaceable. 
Absolutely, you should have played that. Yeah. I I do hope hit the road, Jack, and na 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 na. Hey hey hey, goodbye are on the rotation. They it very is. might they well might be. be. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I reveal something too yeah. soon? All right, sorry. cool, cool. But we do, <laughs> you know, when I there, come back, there's I'll... also there's also one there that's specifically just for you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I will request when I make when I when I like make my first reappearance as a special uh-huh. guest, uh-huh. and it will have to be special guest. Okay. We'll have new contracts drawn up. <laughs> okay. um, it'll, it'll it'll have to be special guest appearance by. Okay, but uh, I would like a uh, uh, old apartment by. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will Any turn up. Well, yeah. I, but it just broke apart. You know, old apartment. Like I, I will, I will turn up the TV and stomp on the floor just for fun. <clears throat> yep. And Brad's busy texting. No. Yes. Okay. Well, for, well, Brad's for, like Brad's for, like Jimmy Mar read it again. I got a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us really quickly in in it would not be true undercard fashion if this was uh not very disorganized. So <laughs> I admit this is very disorganized, but okay. but when you see what we're doing here, you'll be like, "Oh, alas, those people. That's why." So Okay. Let's let's cue up some uh this is your life uh music here. That would have to be Jimmy. Uh I think Jimmy has it. I do, but it's not going on. <laughs> you have to turn this up. Oh. <laughs> ah, Sorry, wrong one. So this this is your life on Marv Anderson. This is your life. Okay. So <laughs> as we await our first person behind the curtain to oh. reveal themselves okay. and maybe give them hints to who they are. Okay. Uh, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm hoping they're on the right time. I hope their clocks are right. You know, as like, <laughs> hey, you're on now. So we're we're seeing, but this is Marvin Anderson's life. Four years on the undercard, three different studios, two different networks, uh, wow. and we wait the first person any time wow, now four years. to step behind the curtain. Four years, three studios, <laughs> any time now. One and singular sensation. Every single step he takes. Any time now. <laughs> Step behind the curtain. We have to go off the air at nine o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I'm I have mean, to give the call now. Here's the thing: if I was supposed, the the weird thing is, if I had to guess who it was based on their tardiness, I would say Brad, but he's sitting right <laughs> yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> I ruled myself out of the game. I ruled uh, myself out of the so game. So my second option would be Barnes. No. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Of course, so this it is good work. radio. Yeah. Just keep the music. Hello, playing. you're welcome. Right, you're live on. on the undercard. Hello, hello. Is it Marcel? Marcel. Hello. What? Hello. No. Hello. Hey, hello. He's really good at hiding himself. This is awesome. Hello. Thank, thanks so much, guys. Is somebody on the on the line? Um, I answered it. Oh. All right. How about you call that number back? Skype, you're, you're ruining my last show. No. That'd be only fitting. <laughs> and then Skype it comes up. How down. would you rate the overall quality of this? Horrible? Oh, God. Is there some. Craptacular. Horrible? Is there something below hammered dog shit? <laughs> <laughs> White hammered dog yeah, shit. But di- <laughs> dipped in chocolate. Well, let's try misery. again. <laughs> it was much easier in the 70s when the show was around. <laughs> Technology was so far advanced. It sure further was. Further than this one. It sure was. 
I don't even hear it ringing is the problem. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's not muted, is it? I didn't touch anything. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did you press something? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? 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 Hey, See? You pressed something. Hold on. You are part of This Is Your Life, Marv Anderson. You give uh, three hints in a disguised voice to Marv on who you may have been in the past for Marv. And uh, we'll reminisce after he takes a few guests. All right? All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I was um, one of the ring girls favorite people on your show at one point. Okay. Uh, one of the ring... I All right. Wear, I wear glasses and I have a very sexy voice. Well, that, <laughs> well, that, that narrows it down. That's obvious. <laughs> All right. So far, I mean... And I... <laughs> apparently possessed by the awesome. devil. <laughs> You're completely awesome. Well, um, Jimmy's in the room, so it can't be him because Jimmy was by far the I'm favorite. I'm more awesome than Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, well, but Jimmy was the favorite of the ring. Girls, I was. Though. Are you Linda Blair from The Exorcist? Because that's what you sound like. Uh, I am not Linda Blair from The Exorcist. One of the so all right. So one of the ring girls' favorites. You wear glasses. I do. <laughs> And you're awesome. I I don't know. All right. I am pretty awesome. Contestant, reveal yourself. Or not contestant, just uh, reveal yourself now. I am Ricky Rock. You are! God damn it! <laughs> Ricky Rock! Excellent job disguising your voice. It's Icky Rocks. <laughs> excellent job. Uh, excellent, excellent work. Because I was, when you, like, when I first heard it, I was like, I think that's Ricky Rocks. But then, like this, I was like, "No, that is totally not his voice." <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question Mar wants to know the most: How many miles you got on that vibe now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vibe's long gone, brother. Oh did you, man! Did you settle for a minivan? Yeah, you did. I think you. I think I knew that already. No, I got an SUV now. Oh, like a well, like a cool minivan. SUV. Oh, all right, all right. What? Well, well, yeah, the vibe blew up. <laughs> like, like literally. <laughs> They literally blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The engine blew up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was like three weeks of content for us to buy. Right? right? <laughs> well, now, well, did it go out in like a blaze of glory, or did it just kind of like like limp down like down the freeway, or did you like like Ricky Rock style? No, it, it it literally blew up like on my way back from an old studio. <laughs> on the side of I seventy five. No, no one, no one, no one dares mention that old no studio by name, that. dude. No, it's like no, uh, nobody man. talks about that old studio See, by I name. I thought They're it like, would have rusted away from all the puke in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you did you recover all the broken dreams off the carpet before you took it into the? <laughs> no, I had it towed back to my house and waited for somebody to impound it, and I just never went and got it back. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like vibe, what vibe? <laughs> Ricky's like, I never had a vibe. I've had this SUV. I've had this 2009 Explorer since 2007. What are you talking about? 
Now, Ricky, what are you up to? I know the Ricky Rocks experience or the effect is back again. Uh, you can plug the network and everything. Where can people catch you? Now? Oh, am I, I'm actually allowed to do that? Yeah. My show, you do whatever you want. Yeah, oh, they're, they're not as strict at this network as they were at that other one where you, you know, couldn't be on two shows or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, every Sunday from 9 to 11 p.m. on diffuseradionetwork.com. The Ricky Rocks effect. That's awesome. Broadcasting from lovely Mount Clemens. Oh, very nice. Uh, for people that don't know and started tuning into the undercard later, Ricky Rocks was the first producer of the show. He worked the board for us. We were a sports show, and he was rock and roll. Yeah. So, <laughs> he was very, it's kind of a culture class. He was, was very quiet for a while. Like yeah. at any given, I always sat next to Ricky, and like at any given moment, I could look over and just see that he was either asleep. <laughs> Or, or like, or he had, or he was eating, or, 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 well, or like he had like, like a girl of like up on the, on the screen, on the computer screen, <laughs> like, like just uh, like, usually the ring girls though. So yeah, well, it, would, it often it would be. Yeah. Yes. That, that's when you started yeah. to perk up a little bit. You're like, right. Hey, there hey, were girls yeah. in here. And then I yeah, will, that was my favorite part. And they and, were young girls. <laughs> And then I will always remember, <laughs> I will always remember the day that I came into the studio to do the show and the stain had appeared. <laughs> and I asked Ricky about it and he just said, oh, did you want to know? <laughs> ah, the good times. The good old days. <laughs> that carpet in the old studio, literally third world countries would not use oh, that God. carpet. Oh God, no. Or it no. was horrid. Or yeah. the couch. Oh, and I loved when we God. came in one day I'm and you're like. I'm still using the ointment. I'm still using the ointment. <laughs> So it's all good. The swelling has gone down. Oh, that's fantastic. So good for you. So really quickly, plug your new band too. I see you're still playing, which is great because I know you're always debating whether to retire or not. But I, I think yeah, that I thought you music... retired a couple weeks ago. No, no, no. He's back. He's back. No, he's back. He'll retire again next month. Pl- plug good. your uh, new band and everything. Uh, I'm in Mound Road Engine, uh, nominated for a DMA back in 2012. Uh, up again, I believe, for one or two this year. Well, that's a pretty big each. Yeah, Detroit Music Awards. Awesome. I hope you win it. I hear I hear Mountain Road Engine is, is close to blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did well, there? The engine blew up. <laughs> see what I yeah, did? See what you did there. You should, you, yeah. should, you should change the name of the band to Pontiac <laughs> Vibe Engine. Then you will blow up. <laughs> do you remember that soundtrack that Marv made for the Vibe? We had songs. Baby, you can drive my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot hear Billy Ocean awesome. anymore without hearing. <laughs> like, you, get you. out of my dreams, get into my vibe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. Uh, they, they were actually, dude. They were a lot of fun. That was awesome. Thank you so much for calling, Ricky. And then, uh, you know, wish, wish. Give Marv some advice. He has a podcast on Sundays. He's he's off on his own. The training wheels are off. The bike. Yeah, yeah. Any advice you can give him? Don't compete with me. <laughs> Actually, uh, they do. No, Sunday we don't. Night, no, oh, no, we're we're, out, we're off by eight o'clock. We're seven to eight. So I love that. Well, That's got to be a drop. Then you're fine. Then you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Just yeah. Don't suck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how I got the podcast. So. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Well, then suck more. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Ricky. We'll Th- be in touch, man. Thanks, Ricky. Ricky. It was great to Thanks hear from you, man. Guys. All right. Good luck.
So that was Ricky Rocks. Oh my gosh. You really didn't know that was Ricky. Dude, well, like I said, when I was like, I'll bet this is Ricky, but like he did a great job disguising his voice. I was like, no. He absolutely did. Uh, Like, uh, like the descriptions, I was like, yeah. And and I knew he would, but I was like, no, there's no way Ricky could do that to his voice. I can't tell you the sewer systems I had to go to find him. I can't tell you (laughs) the the amount of length to find him (laughs) to get him on the show. And there was some talk of cash, oh. and I was like, hey. <laughs> but we got him on. Fuck him, cash. He's not kidding. Uh, <laughs> he's here. He was on. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if Avenue's going to turn up, but you no. could, you, you could do Kush I, for him instead I, of cash. I, I, will, I will tell you, Avenue is beyond finding. Oh, yeah. Really? We've he, looked. Really? We looked. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Not even sure because we Just, never, he was, pulled, he pulled a Kaiser Soze. A Kaiser Soze. We oh, never yeah. really knew his name, so I would have searched Sebastian. the obituaries. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sebastian what? Yeah. Uh, um, exactly. No, How it. many people died? No, it was I. No, 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 oh no. shoot, I knew it. I have it written down somewhere. Yeah, he was. He Andy Dufresne up and disappeared like yep. a fart in the wind. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but that's not it. We got more for really? you. Really? Oh my gosh! That's right. This Everybody's coming out of the woodwork oh to send you off. Oh, they'll give me calling in five minutes. But I'm gonna say call now. I'm actually glad it worked. If you would have got it wrong right on the first guess, I would have been so <laughs> that broken dream thing went right over. <laughs> I was like, did you make sure you got the broken dreams off that carpet with the vibe got impounded? He's like, well, they came to my house. And <laughs> I'm like, See ya. Oh no, I felt no. bad. I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Doesn't get the joke. <laughs> oh, I miss Ricky. Oh yeah. Hey, good oh. advice though. Don't compete against. Yeah, them. don't compete against. Them. And I love. Well, how, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of want to change the time of the show now, just to <laughs> mess with me, like how your ratings doing. Um, what was the name? Uh, who was he when we did that? The '70s version of the undercard. Uh, he was. Well, he was uh, his 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 dad. His dad was, wasn't it? Nikki Ro- or no? Was it uh, Nikki Rocks? No, he was. Uh, uh, no, because Nikki Rocks is his wife. Um, yeah, I Mickey forget. Rocks. He was, his dad. was it Mickey Rocks? Oh, oh we, we got another caller. Okay. It might have been Mickey caller Rocks. Caller coming in. Oh, okay. All right, hold on. You are live on. This is your life about Marvin Anderson. You will get three things to say about yourself, disguising your voice, and then Marvin Anderson has to guess who you are from his past. So, we will let you start by saying something about yourself to Marv. Uh oh. Hmm. Hmm. Let me see. I'm his favorite. Ooh. Mm. So you're his favorite. All right. Those, that, those, that's a bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes. Hmm. What's your name? I was. <laughs> Don't say I it. I can't tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you had just told me, then it would have narrowed it down to be Shakespeare. But. <laughs> Hmm. I was a ring girl. Yeah. You were a ring girl. Mm-hmm. How long ago? Mm, a bit. Okay. A bit. A bit ago. Okay. Did you ever undress me? Uh, I don't know. Like, did you ever take my jacket off? Maybe. See what I did there? <laughs> Is it Juju? Nope. All right. It's not Juju. Um, she's got to give you one more, one more uh, one, thing, and one then more. you get one more guess. One more. All right. 
her well, giggle is giving it away. Well, to the Joe, I should say that we worked at the Joe together. Okay. We should, the, oh, we should narrow it down. Yeah, you were, were only at one event. Yeah, that's true. Ever. You know what? Kiss ass, all right? <laughs> I can even remember it. <sighs> you oh, know my what? gosh. Shush. Shush. Um, Get it together, Marvin. I'm trying. Stop. You're bothering me. Um, <laughs> let's give him one more hint. Oh, uh, uh, didn't you? Per- Here's the problem. I never committed the Green Girls' names to memory. So no, no, you know this one. This yeah, is this one. This one, one. Le- le- this one is me. legitly your favorite. Uh, you you were also in a wrestling match with Marv, I believe. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Yes. Oh my God! It's Lauren. Yes. <laughs> yeah! Yay! <laughs> Hi, Hi, Lauren. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what uh what I can say. Well, yeah, well, I, I, I wow, awesome! Hi, <laughs> hi. His We're, face lit up. It's on video. It did. It did. Where have you been? Oh, you know, working. I'm at Five Below right now. Okay. Just around. I mean, dude, I'd give you guys a call. Well, I mean, if you were still around, I'd stay. <laughs> oh. But now you're not, yeah. so forget it. But now I'm not. You lie. You wouldn't stay. I totally would. Actually, you know what? I, what? Yeah, just for you. He said, what? <laughs> what? No, what? What was your favorite Marv memory, Lauren? Uh, because you did spend a lot of time with the undercard. In, yeah. We, we talk about the wrestling skit in which we were involved with. The, what was the name of that organization? Oh, oh hell. I, the one in the but, garage. But you were right, one, wasn't it? The yeah, one was you, in the, in the, the way. That was the one where you betrayed me. I didn't betray oh, you. Oh, I was you. Lauren yeah, did. That oh, was fun. Lauren yeah. betrayed yeah. me. Yeah. I got hit with a cookie sheet. <laughs> I got cooked with a cookie <laughs> sheet. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In, a, in, in the back garage. Like the, like the part of a flea it was market. a flea market. It was yeah. a flea market, and like not yeah, only flea market, was it was like weird. it was like the garage. it was like the back room, like the <laughs> yeah. area where like if somebody was like, "Hey, come back here with me," you'd go, "Fuck you! I'm not going back there. No way." But no, yeah. there we were. Like, yeah, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Lauren, right? yeah, Lauren was we'll just go in here. Lauren was also a part when we didn't know how to book appearances correctly, and we'd book them back to back to back. Oh, Remember, God. we had a show, <laughs> then we were at Relay for Life. And all of us were exhausted, but Lauren still had energy. She wanted to run around the track. (laughs) like jumping in the air. You were jumping in the air. I literally have video of you just jumping in the air. We were zooming. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at uh, Heritage Park or something, right? Yeah. At like 2 o'clock in the morning, we were there. Lauren had the energy, though. Yeah. so obnoxious. No, but can you can I tell you my favorite moment with you? Just because I don't ever get to see you anymore for some reason. But when I know you never come over. I know when we had to go out to the Ritz. <laughs> oh, we just had Ricky Rocks on too. I was out of town for that. I was at a Mayweather fight, wasn't oh I? We God. went to go see Ricky Rocks play, <laughs> and we were like undercard girls, and uh, we got locked in a back room. <laughs> Um, with random guys with some random bikers. guys that were bikers they, well, no they were in a club right that's the VIP oh, treatment yeah. at a rock sure concert right there. there and we were locked in I there they were listening right and they now. were like betting people like that they couldn't be in the club if they couldn't go get some girls underwear from out in the bar <laughs> and we were locked in there so did somebody's underwear vanish some girl came in or Not, some guy came in with yeah. underwear yep. okay. and yeah. then we hired a girl from there go figure Lauren, any first? Oh. Yeah, we oh my goodness. Yes, we did. <laughs> Was it Shakespeare? No. Oh, okay. Uh, for hey, people- hey, Lauren. <laughs> hey, Lauren. How many kids you got now? How many kids? Yeah. Zero. All right, good. We we can still get together. <laughs> 
Yeah, his, his face did light up, Lauren. Yeah, and for did. people that oh don't know, Lauren and Marv had like a really special connection in yeah. the beginning of the show. She was kinda really like there. A, we were in love. Kind of like an Elliot E.T. kind of relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, lo- she loved it. When I- no, I can't make that joke. <laughs> I can't. I, there's a great, and it's a great goddamn joke, too, but. You know, oh screw it. It's my last time. She yeah. loved it when I fingered her. She just loved oh. it. When... Oh <laughs> Elliot, Lauren, <laughs> I'll be right here. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to pull the light up finger. Oh, you know, the light up you, finger. Uh, you also dressed up as Slave Leia for him. Oh, Do you God, remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember that. That was for see, if, you, that. if you had led with that one, I would have known immediately. If you had been like, I dressed as Slave Leia, like I would have got in my car and driven to where you are. Like You're like, well, where are you? Yeah, exactly. You said five below. How many five You're belows can there be? Okay, I'll be there in a second. Yeah, how many can there be around here, really? Uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, Lauren, and uh, you definitely surprised Marv. You, you went did. 0 for 2. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you take care, Lauren. We'll I stay in touch. You. Me too. Bye, Marv. Love you. I love you. What do you mean I went Bye. 0 for 2? I, I guessed her. Did, yeah. Oh, because I gave you yeah. the wrestling hand. But yeah. Well, you were still guessed her. Uh, that's true. You went 1 for 1. Or 1 for 2. I'm, I'm, one, in, I'm 1 in 1. There you go. No. 1 for 2. I you're get, talking I, one win, one loss. Yeah, yeah I'm one and one. Yeah, I'm five and one. one. I mean, three and one. We do got to go to our first <laughs> commercial break. When we come back, it's going to be uh, on the other side. It's going to be what's on tap. Did we ever get a hold of Larkin? Yeah, 8.15. Okay, so at 8.15, we're going to have the Larkin interview. Uh, so we're going to go to our first uh, songs that deal with Marv. On the flip wait. side, uh, what's on tap. But yeah, dude. So I checked these people down. Avenue could not find really quick before we go to a commercial break wow. because I was like, we gotta have Avenue yeah, too. Yeah, really. Smooth talking Avenue. Who had the <laughs> Avenue had the radio voice? Yeah. But no, no. In in seriousness, we should get a fun going. He is missing. No. Like, I mean, I'm, like I'm worried. Let's, let's back it up. I do remember a little while ago when I started looking for him. I do remember a little while ago him posting something about him. Like I'm, I'm leaving. I'm getting off social media. Oh, he I'm gone. heading back out to California. <laughs> he gone. Yeah, he, oh, he, he gone. gone. He gone. He gone. He, gone. he had uh, a modeling career. He no, was getting back. No <laughs> idea where that guy is. All right. The the last post on Avenue and Friends was August sixth, twenty fifteen. Right. Yeah. So wow. I don't know. Oh, and it and it's and it's the all good things come to an end. It's been yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> We're signing off. I don't mean to laugh just in case something I know, really bad like, did I happen. Know, but... <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, yeah, I don't want to laugh in case. But yeah, Avenue and Friends. Yeah, I forgot about that show. <laughs> so anyways, uh, first uh, song break. We'll be back. You're listening to The Undercard. Hand Combat Radio. <laughs> this ring... Are we out? Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, We're looking really we're tripping quickly. Tripping down memory lane Tripping right down memory lane really quick. Uh, uh, we had a ring girl who claimed she was really good at art. And you got to so post we, that picture back when, up. When we had interview segments. Oh, I remember that. She drew. Right. Guys. She she yeah. drew Marv. I swear it looks like how like someone I t- would draw somebody a home intruder. Yeah. It totally was a pretty <laughs> sketch. Like a, like a wanted poster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so Jimmy's got What's on Tap. We'll oh, start it a little Lord. bit early. I got a ton of pictures I got put up. Oh, man. Oh, 
All right. Once again, this is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, February 10th, Miami, Oklahoma. Uh, Showtime, Ivan uh, Barachik versus Abel Ramos, 10 rounds for the junior welterweights. Uh, Toledo, Ohio, PBC on Bounce TV. Uh, we oh, have I'm Ro- covering that. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert Easter Jr. versus Luis Cruz. 12 rounds for uh, Easter's IBF lightweight title. Uh, moving on to MMA. Uh, February 11th, UFC 208, home versus the Radami uh, at the Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York, in the United States. And once again, that's What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. There's so many good pictures in here. Like, seriously, we could... <laughs> We could like launch like a ton. It, it should be like a picture book, actually. That's ketchup. <laughs> you know what's funny about it is she she sketched your headphones. I know that's awesome. <laughs> it looks like earmuffs. It's just so. She bad. was she was totally like, oh, she's like, I'm really good, and like I'm like, all right, well, sketch me, and then like, no, like, she wasn't. No, not at all. When when, when ring picture? girls lie. <laughs> yeah, she was not good. I remember my sketch was just as bad in Jimmy's, but yours oh, was, was she like yeah. drew me like frowning and everything. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yours was like horrible, horrible. <laughs> Yay. Well, here, here's the first time Liz was on an episode too, by the way. Look how young she does. We, how did we they, not they check went, her ID? Went away. How, how did we not check her ID? I believe I asked to check her ID. She like yeah, 16. Look how, yeah. Look at how, look at that. Oh goodness! Oh, we should we should probably oh, baby Liz. we should probably oh. post all these because our 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 listeners can't see them. No, no, I know. I'm working on it. It's I'm working radio. on it. Oh, so oh, Mark. Oh, I just I just found the best one. Go ahead, but I just found the best one. I'm gonna send it to you guys. Uh really quickly though, tell Marv, uh, everybody out there, where you'll be on Sunday nights. You do have a new show. They're friends of ours. Three One Three Paranormal. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a podcast with Three One Three Paranormal. Uh, it's called Deeper Than the Grave. Uh, it's on this network, Podcast Detroit. Um, it's, uh, seven to eight. We may talk about extending it. I don't know. But anyway, it's definitely at seven o'clock on Sunday nights. Um, we talk about all things paranormal. Uh, this week we have, uh, uh, Cheryl Carter on. She is a medium, uh, uh, oh shoot, uh, remote viewer. I kept on to say distance viewer. That was right. Uh, she's a medium, a uh, remote viewer. She wrote a book called Whispers from Beyond the Grave, um, about her experience. She had her first paranormal experience at four. And so it's like her, the book is like her experience, like learning how to use her, her gifts and everything. And so, uh, she will be on this Sunday. Um, and I think we're, we actually have guests booked all the way through April. So we'll be very busy. Very um, nice. But yeah, so seven o'clock Sunday nights. And then you can also hear the recorded podcast on our website, 313paranormal.com. Now, the the cool thing about this is that 313 Paranormal has been at it for a while, but you've had experience on ghost hunts with them, and then you're bringing the radio side, and they're bringing mm-hmm. the paranormal side. Yep. So uh, I, I listened to the first two episodes. I really like it. It's good well, stuff. Well, thanks. And Nadasky's good. I'm trying to get all these pictures. There's too many of you, Marv. No, here's the – I'm sending you guys the best one right now. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! Oh, jeez! Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why did I not see that? I, like she was totally a stripper. Oh wow! 
like yeah. straight up a stripper. Oh, you're talking the one where uh, in the camel clutch? clutch. Yeah, she's yeah. straight up a stripper. I don't yeah, even like, have to see the picture. And yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> straight up. Like she could not move fast enough when I said put me in the camel clutch. I don't even yeah. want to think about that night. No. I don't. Why? What's wrong? What happened that night? Hey, no, 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 no. I'm not going. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not going down that. Memory we just lane. had a rough night. Oh, okay. That same a, night of that show. Yeah, we had oh, okay. a rough night that night. Okay. I. I. All right. You, right. I, did you end up in a camel clutch? Because I did. No. <laughs> I had to pay. Well, let's go to. I had one, to pay her a hundred bucks. Let's to... let's go to one more quick break. One song. <laughs> I want to put these pictures up so people can see because we've been asked now twice. So let me. I can't do two things at once. At least three things at once. One more quick song, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Episode two twenty three. Uh, calling this one the Ballad of Marv as we're uh, sending him off here. <laughs> And do his own little world. Well, I say my own little world, but uh, Mars, so Mars we, always lived in his own little world. So we we heard a, big, a little bit world. about their their favorite parts about you. Four years on the show. What what has been some of the favorite stuff we've done on the undercard oh over four gosh. years? Gosh, well, uh, doing the uh, when we when we found the the when we found the stuff from the seventies. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that was big fun. Yeah, uh, that was that was very cool. Uh, uh, the few events that I did go to, <laughs> they were pretty good. <laughs> they were pretty good. Uh, that 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 first event we did at the Joe was awesome. Right, that was awesome. Like that was that was that was an experience. Um, I got I don't know if statute of limitations is up, but I guess now I'm leaving the show. I did sneak in the back and sit on the Zamboni. So, or <laughs> <laughs> well, I was walking back there, like because yeah. you know, we had access to the yeah. you know, and I walked back and I was like, holy shit, it's the Zamboni, and I was like, Doop, still do-do. there. I was like, Doop, so you're good. Do-do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, just we just we just had a lot of good times, you know, doing the ghost hunts at uh, that yeah. other place. Yeah. Uh, that we shall not name. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being so like uh, when we moved to the second studio, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, I don't have to go up those freaking <laughs> stairs anymore." And then we get there, and we're like, stairs. "Oh, there's no elevator, son of a bitch! I still got to go up." <laughs> At least it was only one floor. It wasn't like the. It four- wasn't even a full floor. Well, like yeah, but I mean, floor, it was. Yeah. It, but it was just like every week going yeah. up the freaking four. And th- and we talked about this before. Yeah. There was something about those stupid stairs yeah. at the first place. Yep. I you like the we had, we, we had great athletes that say, came we had to visit professional us. Professional boxers, I'd be like, "Damn, those they sucks. They'd hit the top of those stairs and be like, "God damn!" <sighs> I assume it was all the black mold. Remember what floor? <laughs> remember what floor we were on? We're on the fourth floor. Yep, fourth yeah. floor. Of course, we're on the fourth floor. And there was, yeah. and I felt, if you caught the elevator guy, that made uh, your week. And I, it did, but I always felt so bad for that dude, right? Because yeah. like one, he it's would, cold. It was cold, but like, like how bad did it get? Like your job was the elevator guy, <laughs> I you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he sat there and just like waited for a bell to ring. And he and seemed then, okay with it. Well, I asked him, and he 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 did like elevator repair, like as a day job. He did well, like he maintenance. Asked you because oh. that one was breaking. Yeah, I didn't say that one. That one. Well, that was probably that one fell, job. didn't it? Eventually, yes. it did. Yes. It went through the roof. Yeah, it's yeah. Something oh, oh yeah, it got stuck yeah. up in the roof. Yeah, yeah, it got stuck all the way up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we had a. I yeah. I mean, as as crappy as that studio was, like it, there were fun Some times. Good times. At, yeah. At that first one, I remember doing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, that was fun. Yep. Where you guys kept trying to get Batman yeah. or Superman was shot there, so it yep. was fun sneaking was when, sneaking when, into our well, own studio. When then. when when we we saw Ben Affleck as Batman in the hall with oh, the ring we, girls. We did. Yep. Jimmy found him. Uh, yeah, actually, I think I have a video of that. Let me see if I can find it. Yep. 
And actually, hold on a second. What? Where was I? You were there. No. I don't know. No, you were there. We found him. He was in the hallway. We found him. Jimmy found him hallway. with the ring girls. Um, no. What? That didn't happen. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and then Jimmy will show you the video. No, yeah, yes. because Here, I, I wasn't there for that. Here. Look. Right, uh, folks, uh, we've been hearing rumors that Ben Affleck's been spotted around. In ben Affleck, area, by the way. <laughs> uh, we heard that he might be somewhere around here. Uh, so I just sent one of the ring girls to go look for him. Oh. And uh, hopefully maybe we can get an answer. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Oh. Yeah. Those guys were the security was like looking for us when we were hiding. Ben, yeah. Ben, Ben, can you say something about the under Marv? Marv, what are you doing? Who's this Marv you're talking about? That's Batman. <laughs> That's Ben Affleck. That's Ben Affleck. Let's go. No, 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 ladies, ladies, it's Marv in a mask. Oh. Oh. I'm Batman. So then they're oh lord, oh good stuff. In my terrible moment of integrity, they were offering a huge cash prize for the first pictures of the Batmobile. Yeah, and three nights in a row, we don't we don't see it. We actually see like the the CGI version, but we don't see it. So we're there one night, I believe after a show, really, really late. And sure enough, they fire up the freaking Batmobile. I had video of it. I debated whether to sell it to TMZ. I did not sell it to TMZ. I held it until then. It was worth nothing. But yeah, the first probably clips outside of the actual picture itself came because our studio was there. And it just kept going down the same alley. (laughs) The same explosions. Yeah. And then Warner Brothers security comes over to us. And I thought, oh, shit, we are so busted, right? Because, like, I'm videotaping it. Yeah. And he they goes. He made us leave. No, he goes, he goes, these windows are, like, 100 years old in this building. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I just don't want them to shatter and, like, kill you guys. And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like. Know, respect it. Right, right. Respect. He's like, toodles. <laughs> and then just he was done. And then we watched it, you toodles. know, just keep roaring, roaring, roaring down. Toodles. Uh but no, we had some really good good yeah, times and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's true. It was it's true. Good stuff. All right. So are we ready to call Larkin? All Give right. it a shot anyway. That's right. Well, you can't leave a voicemail though if Oh, I will leave. Oh no, that's right, because it's all full. That's true. I would totally leave a voicemail. What was Taylor's favorite memory of Marv over the last four weeks? <laughs> 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 uh, your birthday. I was here for that. Yay! Oh, you were. That's right. Yeah, we had cake. And I was like, oh, I get cake at work. Yeah. Well, there's always, if I have my way about it, there's always cake. Yeah. I was disappointed that Brad didn't sit on it, though. Yeah. Ricky Rock. That's what he should have said. Somebody sat on my birthday. Cake. Yeah. So you would have known <laughs> right, 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 right away. Ricky yeah, Rock. Yes. Brad sat on your birthday. <laughs> Still tasting good. Ring a ring a ring. Hello, this is Larkin Dash. Hey, Larkin, this is Brad. You're live on the undercard. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Good. We are joined by Larkin Dash, uh, 5-1 Amy MMA star. Uh, just got done fighting Juju Eau Claire at uh, the final show at the Joe. Um, thank you for joining us for a few moments. How are you? Great. Well, let's start off. First off, you took a fight on short notice against Juju. Um, you had admitted that you were in school a lot and you weren't training as much, but... I. 
first thing I do is I admire you for taking the fight short notice. Second off, that was a really, really good fight. A lot of transitions, a lot of stuff going on there. Um, it's one that I, I want to rewatch and stuff. Uh, give us your impressions of the fight uh, and why you took the fight on short notice. Um, I definitely took the fight on short notice because I was supposed to fight last weekend against Sheena Starr. And um, neither of us had really good cardio going into it. So I wasn't too concerned about there being a big cardio difference fighting her. And then when the whole show got canceled, the one Steve Gossett did, um, I was kind of looking to fight maybe last weekend or the weekend's coming up. And when I had that opportunity, I said, well, I might as well do it. Plus it being the final show at the Joe, that's cool to do. Um, I never got to fight there though I'd talked about it sometimes. So it'd be, it was a really cool experience. Even though I lost, I definitely am glad that I went and did that. It's a great experience. Now you've gone against some pretty good competition and you were undefeated up until then. Uh, where do you rank Juju? Obviously it's her first fight. Um, but the spotlight was on her, um, before the fight. She had a lot of media, media attention. Um, what were your thoughts of, uh, Juju? I think she did great, especially for O&O. I mean, I remember being there uh, about a year and a half ago, and I know the nerves crazy, especially with her being um, the center of the media's attention. That's crazy pressure to have on you for your first fight. And then especially to fight someone um, 5-0, and I only had to fight someone that was 1-0, and so I didn't have that pressure on me either. And she just embraced the challenge, and she did great. Um, I could definitely see it on her face before the fight that she was super nervous, but I think she just did everything she could possibly do for being O and O. Now, with most losses at an Amy career, you kind of step back and then it kind of maybe pauses the the dreams of pro. You kind of reevaluate and see where you need to go. But when in this fight, although Juju, I think I, I clearly had Juju winning. It wasn't like she dominated you, um, so you don't really have that look of, hey, you got to take a step back and see where you are. Where do you think you are in your development? And you were talking about a pro show, I believe, with Steve. I mean, how close are you to being pro? And does this loss set you back at all? Um, Actually, I think if anything, this loss puts me forward just because I was considering retiring um, last weekend or the weekend before last at Steve's show. And I've kind of thought about it a while. I, I can't train like I want to going to Hillsdale College full time and working and just everything that's going on. So it's kind of, I don't know, last weekend gave me a taste of what I want to be doing. And I think definitely I want to be back in the cage again. Um, I definitely feel like I don't have the nerves I did before. Now that I have that one loss under my belt, I feel like I can train. I'll fight whatever I need to do, anything. Just, I think it's, just made my dream so much more I don't know more accomplishable I think now if you did get a chance to fight Juju again which more than likely won't happen but if you did get a chance to fight Juju again with with that reach in that that length her her kicks and stuff is there anything you would have done differently now having seen somebody with that much of a reach advantage and that much of a kicking advantage um, I think the, the thing that killed me was cardio I mean she's definitely a tall fighter she's a good kick fighter but if I would have had the cardio that I had a year ago when I fought Rochelle Cook for her belt, I think it would have been a totally different fight. And despite her having great reach, 
I definitely think that I had more of an advantage on the ground with my build, even though I couldn't do anything because of how tired I was. Now, um, so possibly going pro really soon. I'm glad to hear you're going to stick around MMA. We had a talk in the back of Joe Lewis Arena where I, th- I said, I think you do have a spot in MMA and that I'd, I would like you to consider continuing on. I'm glad to hear that you are. Um, with this school, school's important also, work's important also, but is MMA number one in your life again or are you going to go at it hard? Um, it, I don't think MMA will ever be number one in my life, unfortunately. Um, definitely, I'm double majoring in business and politics at Hilsa College, and I have a lot of goals in that way, and um, work kind of to support um, my hobby with cars, and I drive a Mustang, so it's always working on my car and stuff like that, but I have always been an athlete ever since I was a little kid, and I've always been so focused on just improving myself and I want to keep going with it, although it'll probably never take up all of my time. Um, if I can just get back to training every night like I was a year ago, I think I'd be back where I want to be again. Now, you, you said your hobby's cars. I'm curious that if you do make it in the big time, what would your dream car be? I mean, if you if you had a paycheck that allowed <laughs> you to buy your dream car, what would it be? Um, I mean, there's several. Um, a Mustang was one. I have a 5.0 right now, a 2013, so that's a big goal of mine and I finally got accomplished but definitely an M-series BMW would be one that I love. All right. Is that because of James Bond movies or why? No, um, just, I don't know, growing up around fast cars and all my friends being around them and my boyfriend and everything. I just love them. I'm a luxury person but I love the speed. So, What, what about a gremlin? Yeah. Like, an, like a pacer I, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love the M's. I don't know. I Just ever since I first saw them, that was just a dream car of mine. Now, you said you were good with uh, cars and putting them together and fixing them and everything like that. Have you ever worked on a blown engine on a Pontiac Vibe? And could you make that work again? <laughs> well, I don't know. We're always working on cars. Um, right now, uh, my boyfriend has a car that he just blew a head gasket in. So that's the next step. Um, that's yeah, how you know you're into cars. You were excited. His he his misfortune is your luck. You're yeah, like, oh yeah. He just blew a head gasket. I mean, <laughs> well, we're what, just gonna have what, fun. What? It, well, blew a head gasket. What kind of car? It's a Caliber SRT4 Dodge oh, Caliber. Okay. Wow. Are those a pain to change the head gasket in? Um. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, the parts like two hundred bucks. Yeah. But it's just a lot of work. You gotta you gotta like take half the engine apart in those to to change the head gasket. Yeah. In. You gotta like yeah. seriously like dismantle <laughs> the engine. I actually know what a head gasket is. Last two years, I've learned. <laughs> oh yeah, last two two years. Yep. Driving yeah. that minivan. Yep, the minivan. No, the Hummer. It actually probably needs a head gasket before the minivan will. Actually, I think the Hummer does. Yeah, more likely. <laughs> Pro- probably. Uh. So, anyways, let's talk a little bit more about influences in MMA. Obviously, you're from a little further from the Detroit area than uh, people we talk to. But what are some of your influences in MMA right now? Obviously, women's MMA is huge. Anybody you enjoy watching and when you have to watch? Um, I mean, I always, I loved Ronda Rousey's fighting style. She was kind of like the first person I knew in MMA and UFC and everything like that. I didn't watch UFC growing up. I got into MMA because my boyfriend did it. And then we started watching the UFC cards. So, um, 
definitely though I love respect in the sport and that kind of made my love for Ronda Rousey die and how her sportsmanship wasn't the best but I don't know I watch the UFC cards but there's no one that I'm really like in love with right now for women's MMA but I definitely it like on more of a local level seeing the girls at Scorpion um working and that's a really big inspiration to me because I've never been able to train with girls. I've always been with guys. So that's something new to me. I'll be going up there to train at Scorpion sometime here soon. So that'll be a big step. Now, uh, this fight was at 125, and uh, the, the reason was that you didn't have time to make weight cut. Where where do you think you'll end up in your pro career? Where where What weight do you think you'll be fighting at, 115? Yeah, definitely 115. Um, I've fought twice at 125, and I just never feel as good in a in as good of shape as I do at 115. Um, I love to, I like, I usually walk at around 123, but just with not training as much, I kind of got a little lazy, just wasn't watching my, what I ate so much. So I'll be glad to be back down at 115. Now we were talking about Joe Lewis arena earlier. Did you get a chance to absorb the history though? I mean, I know that you're focused on the fight, but everything's different about that show because it is at a major arena. There is more security. There is more staff. There is more production. Um, how difficult is it to stay focused in that regard? Um, for me, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, I personally love being in the limelight. I love being on stage. And I think it just makes me fight better being in front of a lot of people. Um, I love having all my friends there. I had more friends and family there than I've ever had at a fight. And I just love that atmosphere. It just makes me want to do more and go pro and all that kind of thing. Well, Larkin, we want to thank you for joining us for a few minutes. You earned this. uh, you, You fought hard. Short notice, no excuses, and uh, it was Jimmy was going through his fights. It, it was my most enjoyable fight yeah. of the night. The ones I caught, uh, Jimmy Jimmy thought it was enjoyable too. Yep. You guys did great. So thank you so much for joining us on the undercard. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on this. All right, and if people want to follow your career now that you're sticking around in MMA, do you have an Instagram? Do you have a Facebook? Uh, a fighter page? Where would you like people to find out uh, find you and reach you? Yeah, um, Facebook's great. It's just my name. Um, but Instagram is really, um, what you see most of me on. And that's, um, my Instagram is Larkin Elizabeth. It's L-A-R-K-Y-N underscore Elizabeth. All right. This is Larkin Dash. Thank you so much for joining us. Yep. Thank you so much. All right. That's Larkin. Uh, like we said, she fought Juju Eclair. Uh, good fight of the night. My opinion, but I didn't see all the fights. But that's why no, Jimmy gets to say it was definitely one of the top five. Mm-hmm. There was top excitement five. too. Yeah, just the crowd knew it. I mean, you yeah, know, exactly. We were actually uh, me and Rochelle were sitting next to the ring girls there, and somebody had. So the fight's getting ready to happen. Right. This guy clearly doesn't know much about MMA. He either worked for the state or did something. Okay. And he, like when the fight happened, his eyes lit up. And what did he do, Rochelle? He he was unfolding the newspaper, newspaper. to show the Juju Claire oh, story. Nice. And like you could sense the excitement kind of yeah. going around the arena. Like, okay, this fight's happening. Like this is right. the person we've heard about. This is who we see on Fox 2. Right. And then Larkin coming in, who typically would not be an underguard, was 
underdog was playing the underdog role at five and oh because yeah. all the attention was on Juju. Juju, right. So it's an interesting like, you know, at five and oh you never yeah. think you're the underdog. Yeah. There should be no situation where you are, but yeah. literally short notice fight. Yeah. No weight cut. Fighting yep. at 125. Yep. There was a lot of situations, but it, I enjoyed the fight. It was just very good. good. Yeah. All right. So back over. I to love this the guy fight too. There. I I really enjoyed. Shut it. up, Marv. <laughs> we were asking. Ouch, dude. <laughs> Taylor said her favorite memory was Marv's birthday. One thing we d- have done over four years is we do try to celebrate everybody's birthday. Yeah. I'm gonna be back for my birthday every every, every year. year. So okay. <laughs> I figured as much, right? There's cake and cake and fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh but yeah, I think Ricky Rocks was the first birthday we celebrated, right? And that's when I sat on the that, cake. Yeah, that it sounds was like right. Three or four yeah. episodes yeah. in. My favorite part about you sitting on the cake is that it was episode three, wasn't okay. it? It might have been Tony it, Harrison. I don't. Well, episode three was, was Tony Harrison, and and like that was like our first Goomba like, music. That was our first like great show. Yeah. What was the what was the unnecessary science experiment episode? That might have that been three too. That was that was three. Yeah, that was three. Yeah, that's yeah. Probably, that's why it went so well. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Brad would still he stood up the whole show. I yes, no, yes. no, until I and got comfortable. His, then he I did his radio that. voice too. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but it, that yeah, that show until you got too drunk to stand. But like that was during the time period, like the first ten weeks. Like Brad stood the whole show and he'd put on a radio voice. I would. I'd be like, "Welcome to the undercard." It's so, episode three. Tell us what were you thinking when uh, he punched you so freaking hard in the head? <laughs> first caller gets three dollars off their Dairy Queen Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, those we'd have crickets. Yeah. yeah, it's just like well, and then of course, <laughs> both literal and figurative. Yeah, yeah. and then of course, <laughs> of course, the, that of course, Butum was born. Butum was born. still doing. But, I cannot um, get rid of that. Yeah. And stuff like that. And stuff, and like, stuff that. like that. That's when. And really quick, we're always going to do everything really quick. Yeah, <laughs> and nothing. We never do anything really quick. Like he, all, like Brad, wants us to do everything really quick, but we never do anything really quick. <laughs> Half an hour later. Yeah. Right. Like it's just he's like really quick. We're gonna know or not. Like it took it took five minutes to get Ricky Rocks on the phone. <laughs> that, was, that was more Ricky, though. Okay, that was just part for the course. If you wanted so. him to call it at eight o'clock, you should have told him seven or at seven forty-five. Like that, you know that. that. That was more icky rocks. Icky rocks. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Icky, icky, icky rocks. <laughs> icky, icky. Yeah, I just remember uh, Icky sitting across from me, and uh, he he'd have his mouse going. I'd be like, "How's the numbers?" He'd be like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like he wasn't even looking. Like I could uh, see everything. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, they're yeah. fine. They're fine. They're good." And then yeah, when when Brad would press him, like, "What's the number?" He'd just freaking make one up. <laughs> like he's clearly like four hundred people. Are yeah, he's like right looking now. at like a pair of boobies on the thing. And Brad's like, how, "Like, what are the numbers?" He's like, yeah, "Like four twenty-five." <laughs> like he wasn't even he's looking he's looking oh look somebody from norway i don't know <laughs> yes there was always people in these odd no, no, yeah, no, he no, was, no. He, i'm telling you he was not Brad looking at any kind like, of statistics yeah. norway was actually listening to us Phil, today. No, no, no there wasn't no there wasn't no there wasn't ricky made that up he what he would say that based on the nationality of the girl he was looking at it's like you were like is there anybody from azerbaijan he's like well here's somebody from <laughs> I, I believe she's from Brazil, just based on the, <laughs> on the angle we got going here. Just, haircut, just based based on the haircut. I'm going to say she's from Brazil, <laughs> and the fact I can see her kidney. <laughs> <laughs> 
So obviously, it was a presidential uh, type year with the new president coming out. And yes, yes. I, I thought of a clever thing that we could allow Marv to do. Mm, and yes. we're coming to this moment in the okay. show in which, as a president leaves, he he pardons people. He, does, he just yes. basically says, "You are yep." Here, you know, it's, whatever. it's his prerogative. Yep. He's like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> can't I got, do nothing to me no more. Exactly. So I thought, you know, Marv is stepping down from co-host that he should be able to pardon some of our sins as the undercard all over right. these four yep. years. I don't yep. know. A lot of them. I don't know that they're all pardonable. <sighs> well, you know, only do the ones that you want to pardon. Well. <laughs> uh, well, well, I did. I I do have a list. Okay. Um, of, All right. Of, of the things, and and Ricky does make the list. All right. Okay. Good. Ricky does make the list. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so for for my final official act as co-host uh-huh. of the undercard, I hereby pardon the following people for their transgressions. Okay. Uh, Ricky rocks for claiming to be rock and roll while driving a Pontiac vibe. <laughs> uh. Our, our missing in action avenue for consistently giving me a contact high whenever I got within five feet. <laughs> like that dude. So like he like. Hi. Yes. So our, our resident cocktail expert has something special. Oh, oh, what, is, oh, oh okay. what do we have here? here? Oh, thank you so much. So, Nick, what is this? What do we have? Uh, yeah. The, uh, no, it's not give it will be live in two seconds. Go for it. All right. So we have some M Lobby uh, Blanc de Blanc sparkling. We were talking oh. to Kim Ryan, who won uh, Hell's Kitchen out of Traverse City. Yeah. Oh, these are our food guys. Yeah. So okay. We, so we brought in some Traverse City uh, champagne, well, oh. sparkling wine to uh, celebrate. Thank you so much. Of course. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You. Greatly appreciate yes, food guys. Hey, really quickly, really quickly, come back. Give a plug to your show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we think our podcast is called Heard, right now, <laughs> and it's going to be on a restaurant industry podcast talking about like bartending and restaurants and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, I'm a guy who likes to eat, so if you ever want a guest, <laughs> we we need people to eat, so that would be great. When you want me, <laughs> what are you doing next week? Oh, uh, wait, when Valentine's Day? Uh, he's oh, free Val- on Tuesday yeah. nights. I'm, I'm free on Tuesdays from <laughs> well, from we'll, seven we'll, to nine now. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll share information. All right, cool. Cheers. And all we'll right, we'll so. be here next Tuesday, obviously. Yeah, but who cares about them? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks again. Well, if you want one to yeah, pass it around, uh, yeah, pass it around up. for sure. As the parting goes, yeah. We need one more cup. Uh, uh, I'll share with Rochelle. Uh, actually, so. oh, I'll well, share with you Rochelle. Put in your coffee. Well, I, I'm about done with my coffee, so. <laughs> I think I we should fill our glasses before the pardoning continues. All right, let's do that then. Yeah. What a cool surprise, um, though. Someone, that was very awesome. Calling, someone's calling. Oh, someone's oh, calling. Oh, we are. We got someone calling. Uh, yeah. Hold All on. right. Fun. Who's this? Hello. Who do we have on the Hello. air? Hi, it's Destiny from Toledo. Destiny. Ring Girl Destiny. Oh, hey. Yeah. What's up? Hi, guys. I just wanted to say good luck, Mar, Aww. on your future endeavors. Thank you. Podcast. So nice meeting you. It was it was lovely to meet you, too. Are you excited? Uh, Yes, I am. Can't be excited to leave I the mean, undercard. I mean, I'm excited for the new opportunities. <laughs> when 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 one door, what is it? Well, all that begins must end, and all and or yeah. all beginnings have an end, and all endings bring new be- some such nonsense. I don't when know what one it is. Whatever. Closes another one opens. Something so like I'm that. Yeah. For you. Well, we'll thank miss you. you. What Aww. was your favorite Marv memory over the two weeks you've known him? <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite Mars memory would be him it, totally ignoring me and speaking with Rochelle upon oh. his brain. Yeah, that was like was that last week? <laughs> 
Yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, because sure I yeah, so it's like only a week that I've known her. Because <laughs> I right because it was because it was last week because yes. I was like who is this and then I just and she like tried to answer and I was like you do not speak yet I will get the information from Rochelle. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite memory of you. I was like. Who is this guy? Yeah, now well, I know. All right. First of all, you didn't use the word guy. You said, who is this asshole? Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That is who more Destiny style. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we still had fun, though, right? In, the, in our two hours that we knew each other. Yeah. No, awesome. I just wanted to call in and wish you good luck, though. Well, thank you so much. Destiny, really quick, you were part of the Joe Lewis Arena show. What was your favorite thing about uh, doing the ring girling thing in front of that many people? My favorite thing about it was all the energy, it being the last time at the Joe, and I have to say, parking in the Red Wings parking spot wasn't bad <laughs> as well. All right. Well, how did she get Red Wing? Play? I didn't. Have, I didn't. We've always had Red Wing. Yeah, we, I didn't. We park oh. in the players' lot every time. Yeah, I asked if we could park oh, there trouble. that first show that we did, and you were like, "Nah, dude, you got to park down the street." <laughs> That's probably fucking with awesome. you. I paid ass, dude. I paid twenty bucks on Saturday to park. Listen to this. And you're, par- you're parking yeah. in freaking. You're you're parking. They wouldn't in let the me in the locator spot. Oh well, we were oh. all in there. Yeah, they wouldn't oh, let me shit. in the spot. I said I'm with the undercard on media. They're like, nope. What? Yep. All right. All we had to do was say you were a ring. You know girl. what? Yeah, we had a ring, <laughs> we had a ring girl in the car. Yeah, I, think, I think my screw beard, it. Let's shut yeah. that place down. <laughs> yeah, screw it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Destiny. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Destiny. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. You too. All right. Let's continue Bye. with the part. It's first right. a toast, though, yeah, to uh, a toast to Marv. Aww. To Marv. Thanks, guys. Clink, 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 clink. You can go the first sip. Clink, All right. Everybody get the first sip. good. It's got to be. It came from a food show. Yeah. It's a little dry, but that's all right. Not, like not that bad, though. No. No. Mm. Yeah. Like Taylor, all right. Continue. Continue. All right, actually, really um, actually, we're going to have to. I got like 10 minutes left on the battery of this, and I can't get them. Anyway. All right. So where was I? Oh, so Avenue um, to uh, to um, Anthony Barnes uh, for stealing my title as undercard guy with the best abs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's got a twist tie oh, on okay, it that I... Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, actually, uh, to Jason Nadasky and 313 Paranormal for making me wait three years <laughs> to be a full member. Uh, I, I hereby pardon them. Uh, to Ring Girl, affectionately known as Shakespeare. Uh, I hereby pardon her for bringing the average IQ of the Ring Girls down 27 points. Exactly. <laughs> Easily. Easily. Um, let's see, where was I? Uh, to, to Liz, uh, for rebuffing my every advance. All right. Uh, to Lauren, who we spoke with, uh, earlier, uh, for abandoning me. That's funny. I, uh, <laughs> that's funny. She made your list. I know, right? I, I pardon her. Um, Jimmy, uh, I pardon him for being my nemesis. Ooh, that is kind of true. Yeah. It started with yeah. the wrestling thing and then we just rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> We took the wrestling storyline and made it real. <laughs> well, I, I think the I think it was before the wrestling storyline. The wrestling storyline was just a culmination of stuff that had been building. Yeah, which was yeah. both re- like like an all thing with professional wrestling. It was both kind of real, kind of fake. Yeah, you know there yeah. was an element to it. You know we had how, to be. How many episodes did we wait wait until we made Jimmy a host? Uh, the, oh, I don't know. Like you were that producer was, for a that, long time. That he, was, was, he was an associate producer for a. Uh, I think, like a year at I least. Think, I think until we moved to the new studio. No, yeah. no, yeah, no. no I don't think yeah. so. you might have not been in the intro, but we we considered you a host. Yeah, but oh, uh, well, yeah. 
When did we when did we make the new intro? Was that when we moved to the new yeah, studio? Yeah, because okay. we had to. And that's why you were putting the intro though, because you were, you a, were host. a host, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and then of course, um, to Rochelle, uh, I hereby pardon you for being a living barrier between me and the Ring Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and finally, Brad, Brad Snyder, I hereby pardon you for speaking in the most cryptic phrases possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right there, Jim. <laughs> Spitters are quitters. <laughs> Spitters are quitters. And now I hereby pardon Taylor for holding that gem until just now. I never, Spitter. never would have expected that. No kidding, right? She is beat right. <laughs> She's just over there all quiet and then busts out with spitters or quitters, whore. <laughs> spitters or quitters. Now, now, Taylor, is that is that a mantra you live by? Well, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Spitters are quitters. Uh, uh, I already uh, get a word in with you guys. So, you know, <laughs> you gotta say something that has to be like that. Uh, so, I am part of all the Taylor wins the, line of the night right yeah, there. Oh, yeah. That may be line of the year already. Yeah. It's going to be tough to beat that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Man. Oh. Well, thank Ooh. you for pardoning me for all the cryptic. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just for past transgressions. Yeah. Like for anything, any oh. more that happened. Like oh. I can't do nothing for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a future crime one too. I I, I got no jurisdiction. Oh, there we go. Three one three paranormal investigation right there. Door popping open. Yeah, did you see that? That is kind of weird. In this, in this <laughs> Jay- building from 1975, Par- it's kind of weird. Apparently, apparently Jason was listening and he, he thanked me for the pardon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All very good pardons. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought so. You know, it's pretty funny that uh, I had no idea you guys were doing the here's your light. Or, you know, so it's pretty funny that <laughs> yeah. like, people showed up on them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we ran into Lauren. We were shopping and we ran in and we we're just talking about the good times. And then the next if you want to tell me at the break, that's fine. But what happened to her? How come she doesn't? How come she just well, never was around anymore? She went to. She was going beauty to school. school. Oh, okay. School. All right. Yeah. All right. She went to. She was focusing uh, on okay. real life. She's All right. a hairdresser now. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, we ran into her and we were talking about good times and that was good. And then Ricky Rock's true story. So I contact him and I, I first I wanted these people here, but Lauren had a funeral uh, today oh, okay. actually that she had to go to. So she called, said call in. But I wanted these people to actually be behind the door, like, in, oh. in, this is your life and surprise. Oh my gosh. That would have been crazy. That exactly. Been awesome. And then I realized that Ricky Rocks is probably has a restraining order, Dave and uh, Bob. Oh yeah, so he's probably not allowed within a premise. Yeah, so then probably. it changed how he I may not everything. actually be allowed in Royal Oak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know for sure. Berkeley Royal yeah, Oak. Yeah, like this. this general... well, he did move more east for his. Yeah, new yeah, like the like the tri white people area. Oh yeah, Mount Clemens was his. <laughs> Mount Clemens was his. Uh... <laughs> no, Warren. You're not wrong. I, I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, tell me yeah. I'm wrong, dude. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh. I also remember too. We did uh, for whatever reason, and then we never did it again. We did play by play at Mount Clemens at the Emerald Ballroom. You remember I'll t- that? I'll tell you why Ooh, it didn't happen again. It was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it wasn't at the Emerald Ballroom. It was at the Macomb County Air oh, Theater. That was, that was the Emerald Theater. That was a nice theater. I don't remember where it was. I well, and it was you and Jimmy that did it. No, no, you're there in the pictures. Yeah, uh, you're there. 
We're and we're in the Phantom of the oh, Opera movie. Oh, oh, Ricky oh, oh, looking down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, all right. I was. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the one at the. What is that? <laughs> XICW. Uh, yeah, now I was why, thinking of that one. Now, no, yeah, at the yeah. Now why yeah, I'm referencing. Now why I'm referencing this is not that it was so bad. Do you remember? Ricky had just bought the remote, had yeah. never hooked it up no, before. Had never hooked had it no up. Had no idea how it worked. It, when he it, got there, it he's didn't like, work. he's like, like I don't know where this goes. I think we're recording. I don't yeah. know if we're going live. Like, like there was no like the power supply was bad, right? So everything was powered off the laptop, which was at like half battery, and he like didn't have a power supply for and it. And our yeah. area was like two by two. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I got this new board and he pulls it out and it's all Korean and Chinese yeah. instructions, no yeah. English. He's like I don't know what we're really going to do here because yeah. I don't know if I got the equipment. <laughs> we just started plugging shit in and hoping it, we made it like an, did we even make it an hour? Uh, we, and then we, like we the battery hear. died. Right. And then we're just like, all right, screw it. He gave us like 30 good minutes and then it yeah. was it. We got we Cody like, up there. Didn't what, we? Yeah. That? We got Angie Jennings up there. Yeah. We got yeah. Javier up there and then we ran out of battery. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. we just and sat there. Just and but and if, if I recall though, if I recall that we didn't, cause we didn't want to look foolish, we didn't tell anybody. <laughs> no, we didn't. Because like you had like made arrangements for people to be coming up like the whole time. So we pretend to interview. So them. we just, yeah, we totally <laughs> pretend we hadn't. And it went nowhere. No, it was yeah. not recorded or anything, no, but we nothing. pretend to We had, them. we had like maybe a half hour. Yeah. And then yeah. like the next two and a half hours was just us like, yeah. So. 900 million people are listening to you right now. What do you say to them? Oh, we have another call coming. <laughs> All in. right. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Hello. Now you can say hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Who do we have? Awesome. This is um, Ring Girl Erica, and I just want to call in to wish our Mark the success. Thank you so much. Aww. How you been? Yes. I am awesome. Yeah. I didn't get to um, hang out with him in person, but. Well, that's probably a good thing. Let's let's be honest. There's only there's only so much of you're too nice, you Erica, to hang out with him. That's hey, right. I'm just saying. Whatever. I mean, she's not wrong. Uh, Erica, <laughs> Marv has been a huge part of the undercard. Anything you enjoy, he has a little bit of part of it. So I thank you so much for uh, wishing him luck yeah, along the way. I really do appreciate uh, it. And I will see you. I'm, I'm sure this is not goodbye. No, it's no, no. Your I, own thing, and we're cross paths. Oh, sure. Well, and as I already said, I'm gonna come whenever there's cake. I'll be back. So, like That's my right. like birthday oh. parties, I'll come back for fourth um, anniversary. Yeah, like fourth anniversary. Um, and the next time you're on, um, it'd be good. <laughs> She's like, yeah, whatever. I'll be the I'll right. be the extra bubbly one. I'm always yeah. extra bubbly. All right. Thank you so much, Erica, for calling in. Pleasure. Thank you. All right. Bye. Take care, Erica. Erica, who did awesome behind the scenes, helping out with everything at the Joe Louis Arena and actually promoting the show for Donna Frio. If you'll, if you'll allow me a lack of humility for a moment, I think it's the most callers we've had ever. It is true. <laughs> I put a lot of production every, every, into this. Everybody is calling to say, get the fuck out, Mark. Get, <laughs> get the gone. No, no, I, I started. So you told oh, this is this is awesome. This you, is... you told me last week, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to do it. And then Jimmy uh, did a private group saying which songs to do, and then I, I told him my idea and that I had tracked down these two people. Ricky Rocks is easy to track down. <laughs> Lauren was easy to track down at Avenue Impossible. I'll tell you what. I, I'll put a reward on anyone that can tell us Avenue's whereabouts. He's, he's, he's somewhere babying palm trees. or Right. Remember? He, he had plants. To, he yeah. had palm not, trees. Not, 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 that dude had palm trees. In like, the winter. That's in, right. in the winter in Michigan had palm trees growing. He had yep. non Pot plants growing. Yeah, I remember well, that. I mean, he had some of those. Too I think now. I think the palm trees are there to hide the pot, but 
Yes. That dude, he got my wife high. Just <laughs> just like from being near him. My wife has never been high in her life. And then she stood next to him for like two minutes. And like on the way home, she was just all chatty and everything. And I was like, are you high? And she's like, I stood really close to <laughs> Avenue. And I was like, you probably are. Wait, your wife has never been high in her life before meeting Avenue. So how the hell did she marry you? Big dick. Oh, like I acted that way. That's I don't what I have mean, one. Yeah. Like she just oh, is attracted. You meant. Yeah, she's attracted to true. guys who act like <laughs> dicks. Big dicks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the Mount Clemens, uh, Ricky Rocks thing where he didn't know how to work the remote. The Lauren memory where we did back, we did three promotions in a row. I, I can't even remember the other two promotions. I think that it was Joe Louis Arena. And we ended up. Was uh, it Joe Louis Arena? I think so because we ended up at wrestling at one in the morning. It was Clash Wrestling, and that's when Lauren had had oh, just had the a Red wrestling Bowl. was at yeah at the at Relay for Park. Life. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. That was yeah. like okay. our third appearance after one. Uh, yeah, two, I I remember. I re- I definitely remember being at the park at like two a.m. I remember the next day going. We will never do ever I, well, three I, appearances ever. Well, again. I rem- I remember. Was it you and me? Like we like we were just exhausted and like sitting on a bench in yep. the park. And she was literally jumping, well, kicking well, her and heels. And that's it. Like, like, like Brad and I were just sitting, like, "Oh my god, I just want to lay down and die." <laughs> and then, like, we hear giggling, and like, we look, and like, here comes Lauren, like, literally bounding down the thing with Rochelle walking next to her, just like, "I can't do anything with her." She was dressed in a leotard. She was, yes, yeah, in a like an 80, yep. No, she was dressed like an eighties workout like, girl. Yeah, she yeah. was like a she was like a glow girl. She she had like the sweatband yeah. on, and, and then you guys were. Zumbaing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like one in the morning. Actually, one of the pictures I have, I should send it, is 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 Brad and I dancing, ah. quote unquote. But you can see like everybody in the background, even though it's a still, like you can see like they're in action, right? Like <laughs> hands up and everything. And Brad and I like have our hands up like mid snap is like all we're doing. We're just like Ugh. that's our boys to men look, man. Ugh. Fun times. Jimmy, you got a favorite Marv memory? Oh, be careful. <laughs> Careful. Um, well, I'm I'm thinking. I <laughs> Does it take that long. No, I mean, well, no, because I mean, you know, all my memories are are fond memories of Marv. Jimmy and I. The thing that the people have to understand <laughs> is 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 on the air. Jimmy and I have a adversarial relationship. Yeah. But Jimmy and I have great respect for each other. Yeah. Um. Jimmy's like a brother to me. Yeah. Uh, as is Brad and and yeah. and Rochelle is a. I would say sister, but more of a mommy. Okay. Because she she's she's one of the More few like that, a, she's she's one of the few that keeps me in line. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So regardless of what may have happened on the air, Jimmy and Jimmy and I, uh, yeah. we're, we're 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 good friends and yeah. and and have a good respect for each other, even if he is a giant douche. Do you remember yeah. the fake fights? I mean, I I went to his fortieth birthday party. Yeah, and, and I didn't and I didn't go to his. Mine. I did not yeah. go to his. But none of y'all came to mine. Yeah, but he well, came. But that's all right. I, I went to his birthdays either. Oh, did you have parties? Yeah, we did. Was I invited? Yeah, I don't think. Were I was. you? Because I don't remember any party invites. I don't remember. Yeah, either. we went bowling at the Majestic for his. I absolutely don't remember. You did not I was invite there me to that. for that one. You yeah, did not invite yeah. me to that. He was there. Yeah. You did not yeah. invite me to no bowling. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah we did. Because everybody else was there. We had ring Damn girls it, Jimmy, there. I just, I just yeah. said she, nice things about you, and you go yeah, and screw me like that. Do you remember the fake uh, fight storm off at Raw Radio X Studios? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When we, me and me and you were giving uh, Brad a hard time, and he's like, 
F this and F you and oh I can't gosh. take this anymore and, and blah, blah. And you just left or whatever. And then we're all like, we're like well, 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 so yeah. we're going to try yeah, to keep we'll just, going. Uh, I, remember, yeah. I remember Jimmy and I telling Brad that we got picked up by satellite radio. Yes. Yes. When I, when I started a man's world yes. and I was like, I was like, it's craziest thing. Somebody happened to listen and they, they want, they want, they, they want me on, on, on satellite radio and I need an associate producer. So I'm taking Jimmy with me and I'm really sorry, Brad. And you, you can see Brad just like, like his face just like, <laughs> like he wanted, like he, he was, Bless you, Brad, because he was so like, oh, I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> you can see he's just like seething inside. He's just, oh, that's so great that that happened to you guys. And now I'd kill for that list of the the co-hosts I would write down. Right, yeah. If I could only find that list from four I years ago was, to call I, those people. I think it was Tony and Anthony. <laughs> yeah. And Erse, if, I could and like, only, if I could only find that list. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, because like was... in 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 the back of my mind, I'm thinking I gotta find a co-host. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool, I'm good. Uh, we 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 can't also uh, leave out the show that was before us that went on to do cave radio and everything. What was yeah. the name of their show? Uh, uh, Eric and their biggies and stuff like uh, that. Just roll with it. Yeah, just roll with it. Yeah. Right. We met so many cool people. Yeah. In just, such a bad environment. Right. Like seriously, you wouldn't think it, but those guys were so cool, and they they threw a tailgate party. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we were doing cookouts in the middle yeah. of yeah. Russell. That was awesome. And then we'd go do a show after we've drank mm-hmm. and we had a tailgate. Yeah. That you're filled up with brats and beer. And it's, then... it's amazing because in that place, we drank more than we do here where it's always here. Yeah. yeah. Yep, where we had to bring our own and then yeah. listen about we people. We were trying to forget where we were. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We were there. That's true. The horrible yeah. environment. Yeah. Taylor, you know how you can go to the bathroom by yourself? There, there, there was a buddy no. system. No, yeah, yeah no. we did. I, <laughs> no, we did. We, no, we seriously did not allow ring girls to, to go, go anywhere in that building on a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like but, unescorted buddy yeah. system. And but, while and yeah. while I don't I I don't really bring it here, I always had my sidearm with me there. Yeah. And and so and so it was it was usually either me or Jimmy that yep. escorted the girls yep. anywhere they needed to go because we're like you do not go anywhere in this building without us. Yep. Wow. They, they would just send me to do it. And that was our studio. Well, because uh, quite honestly, like if anything went down, I'm hiding behind you anyway. <laughs> Cuz you're going to be the one whooping ass. Like it's so funny. That's true. <laughs> I'd be like, "Ah, Rochelle! There's a evil bad man." <laughs> to think we lasted a year, year and a half, maybe yeah, a year, year and a half in a place that had Twice no a heat, week. Yeah. no heat yeah. in the winter, and no, no air conditioning in the yeah. summer. Yeah. It was a hundred oh. degrees in the studio in the summer. They brought in like and one. Like, they brought in like a, a like a, a rolling air conditioner. Yeah. And so like they put it in the one corner, so I would park my fat ass in front of that, and then the entire and just studio like would soak up. They're all like sweating smell and I'm like, like balls. Oh, didn't, we, didn't we have a guest actually get sick and yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah overheated? Many yeah, many times. Yeah, it was wow. terrible. Yeah, it was. It was. But we, you know, migraines, anything. Uh-huh. Good times, but place. but at the same time, you never knew what would happen. We're middle of a show. We hear like the loudest rumble and like the. Floor shakes, right? And we're like, what the actual deuce is going on, right? So Jimmy and I, I think we're on a break, but like Jimmy and I jump up and run to the door and there's a, there's somebody rolling a A giant freaking dumpster. Yeah. Like an actual legitimate, like you see like on a construction zone dumpster. Mind you, just right down the hallway. floor. Yeah. Of an abandoned factory. We're like, how did they even get that up yeah. here? But they go rolling by with this giant dumpster. Yeah. Or like, uh, we, we hear the, we hear <laughs> the, 
What's that? <laughs> Coming from next door? Yeah, we'd hear that. We're like, what the hell's going on? And then porn? finally we- Yeah, came... they shot porn next door. Yeah. Well, finally we were like hanging out in the hall one night after yeah. the show and somebody happened to come out and the door stayed open and we're just like, <laughs> we're like, oh, that's what that oh. is. <laughs> yeah. Rick. And Rick. there were, and there were some pretty, um, Interesting women that kept going in the that's, door. A, I just that's a word. We yeah. could hear the girls through the wall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you even stay focused with all of that? Like, yeah. we, we weren't, just, we weren't worried time. about being focused. Yeah. No, no. We were, we're, yeah. we were trying hypo- to drink as much hypo- as we could. Yeah. And worried about like hypothermia, said, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Cool thing, concerns. though, we did uh, back to 313 Paranormal, though, and my show on Sundays at 7. Um, <laughs> see nice what I did? Good time. That was cool doing the investigations there. Remember the creepy, like there was the guy that committed suicide like a week before we did an investigation. Yeah. Yep. And, and like they, they had, it. they hadn't even found him yet, but like their sensitive, 313 sensitive Christy like picked up on it and was like, yeah. something bad happened. Like something bad happened. And then like, like, him. and then like two weeks later we find out there was a dude that had killed himself. Like that was, that was creepy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Rick Pratt, uh, talked a little bit about, uh, the start of pranks, but he said that the best prank was the uh, FCC lawsuit one in which uh, yeah. you guys oh, we had David Phillips yeah. even come in <laughs> and yeah. tell me we were shut down because I gave gambling advice. On That's that. right. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I actually believed that one. Yeah. I was looking at the paper. Oh going, my God. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah. No, I spent a lot of time yeah, looking up, yeah. like I like looking up like laws and like getting the form just right. Yep. And, we went through a lot because, like, we, we like I like I'd made it and like sent it to Dave so he could send it to me. What made it then- realistic was Dave being there. Oh yeah, saying, I got to oh, shut yeah. it down. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh what? yeah. Well, yeah. that's when we were thinking about it. We're like, we have to get Dave in on this. Like, yeah. he won't. Like, that was he, for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. All, the pranks your were birthday. always for that's his birthday. I mean. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're like, Dave has to be on. And of course, yeah. he was like, absolutely, I will do that. <laughs> You're, yes, Rochelle, yes. your favorite Marv memory as we close down the show here. Uh, it's not so much a memory, but it's just the fact that I see the other side of Marv off air. And I like that, Marv. Oh, ouch. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, thanks, but ouch. No, you're, you're, you're my, you're my teddy bear outside of here. Aww. So. Aww. Well, I gotta say oh, this. Damn it. Now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> right. We're gonna, we're gonna close. Well, anyway, this has all been a joke. I'll be here next week. So, <laughs> no, no. So really quickly, uh, when the undercard was gonna become a radio show, uh, from the TV format, and I was looking for somebody to add humor to the show. Uh, immediately, I thought of Marv. Marv had worked on some film projects when I was in Chicago with a guy named Scott. And uh, we had built on a relationship. And every time I ran into the guy, the guy made me laugh. And immediately when I was looking to do this journey, it was it was him or nobody else to make the show happen. And I, I do believe do in my heart believe that Marv kept us glued through these four years I will forever be grateful for that. Your humor, uh, you know, you know, patched up rough points of a business being started and, and kept us going. Uh, your, your humor, although sometimes dark, always made us laugh and made the show uh, more tolerable for people that weren't too heavy in the sports. So forever, I am grateful for you being part of the undercard. I only had to apologize three times. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're in the undercard hall of fame, which means now in, uh, although not an official induction ceremony, it will be done on the fourth. You are always welcome <laughs> back, uh, to come on the show anytime you want, just awesome. like all the other people are allowed to, too. So thank well, you so well, much, Mara, for making these four years a lot of fun. Well, uh, I know this side of the table is grateful to have known you. And like, like you said, we, we formed a brotherhood that 
you know, just because you're leaving, it doesn't change. I'm sure you're going to send something inappropriate to me tomorrow and I'm going to laugh oh, and I'm going to send it to yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. And then and we'll, we'll talk text, politics. We'll text your car. Exactly. <laughs> text your car bad <laughs> things to they say. Love to, my car talks and they love to text my car just to hear Dirty it say thoughts. like nasty, horrible things. Because <laughs> she says it in like an English accent. So she's so proper and like. Like you're like you have a text message from Rochelle. Would you like to hear it? And I'm like, yeah. It's like you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we'll awesome. miss doing that too. So but we'll still do it. Well, I yeah, I I I I. It's not goodbye. I won't be a total stranger. Um, but uh, I uh, I want to thank I want to thank all of you. Um, this has been it, it has been awesome. It was not an easy decision for me to make. Um, it it just. You know, as as Brad kind of alluded to earlier, there's just um, life events that you know that that require me to step back for a little bit. Um, it's nothing. I mean, it's I I got a new job. That's what it is. I got a new job, and that job requires me to work evenings sometimes. Um, and I don't always know until like right before. So yeah. you're you're um, a gentleman caller. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say gentleman because. Uh, Ain't much gentlemanly about it, you know what I'm saying, Jimmy? Jimmy knows what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking so about. So does Taylor, spitters or quitters, you know what I'm talking about? Jigolo <laughs> Marv is on the clock but, in a couple minutes here. <laughs> but uh but um but um uh no it, it has been it has been awesome. Uh I was uh um it choked me up a little bit to hear you say that stuff. So um but I appreciate it um that you brought me in to do this. It introduced me to the world of podcasting and um it's something that I have enjoyed ever since. Did a couple of other projects and now have another one going. And um yeah, uh just um you know, move the show to a different night and maybe I can <laughs> maybe I can come back. All right. Um but thank you all. Um I have loved every minute of it. Um and I hope to visit often. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone listening for uh, 223. This episode was very special because Marv was very special to the show over the 223 episodes. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody that helped along. First off, let's thank our guest Larkin uh, Dash for uh, joining us and talking about uh, Fight Night at the Joe. I want to thank Ricky Rocks for crawling out of that uh, that cave he lives in and uh, stopped playing that bass for a little bit and being part of uh, This Is Your Life. I want to thank Lauren who was a huge part of the show when we first started. She was definitely one of the first ring girls that we always liked to, uh, to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think, uh, the ring girls, uh, destiny called in and, uh, Erica called in. So we want to thank you guys for calling in and, uh, thank you, Marv, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Good luck. I'll be listening on Sunday. Thank you. You know, it's not, it's not goodbye. It's see you around and, uh, we'll see everybody next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, I'm planning the Super Bowl of shows. I'm talking. Oh, you be cheating at something? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. I'm I'm talking. We are packing it. Yep. So uh, we will we'll be yep. we'll be packing it and deflating it. And- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see everybody next Valentine's Day next week. Taylor's gonna be here too. Yay! Take care. See ya. It's that time again. We gotta say good night. You know it's getting late Tomorrow is another day My friend All right, people It's time to go home
we're ready to head on out. So let's go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Now you're making me mad. You're gonna make me swear.